Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the Wikipedia page for Leap Year. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe so that you can listen to special secret podcast episodes like this one on February 29th every few years. Ah, yes. Leap year. The time of year where people patch together their calendars so that we... What what happens if we don't do leap year? I don't know. Eventually the seasons will drift or something? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. If they don't put that day in, obviously the seasons would drift eventually. I'm guessing now. But we'll find out right now. We probably will find out. And now, right as I did the intro of this article, I noticed that Victor uh, made a weird face and a weird reaction. And I think it's because he expected to do the intro But I did it because I really want to read the first paragraph for a very specific reason. So here we go. Happy February 29th, 2024. Leap year. A leap year, also known as an intercalary year or bisextile year, is a calendar year that contains an additional day, or in the case of a lunisolar calendar, a month, compared to a common year. The 366th day, or 13th month, is added to keep the calendar year synchronized with the astronomical year or seasonal year. 
Because astronomical events and seasons do not repeat in a whole number of days, calendars that have a constant number of days in each year will unavoidably drift over time with respect to the event that the year is supposed to track, such as seasons. By inserting, intercalating, an additional day, a leap year, or month, a leap month, into some years, the drift between a civilization's dating system and the physical properties of the solar system can be corrected. So I think you're right. An astronomical year lasts slightly less than 365 and a quarter days. The historic Julian calendar has three common years of 365 days, followed by a leap year of 366 days by extending February to 29 days rather than the common 28. The Gregorian calendar, the world's most widely used civil calendar, makes a further adjustment for the small error in the Julian algorithm. Each leap year has 366 days instead of 365. This extra leap day occurs in each year that is a multiple of 4, except for years evenly divisible by 100, but not by 400. I didn't know that extra part at the end. Yeah, I'm having to reread that to understand it. Not me, man. I got it. Oh, I think I understand, but not 100%. Growing up, I hated leap years because it meant an extra day of school. I don't know that I had a feeling one way or the other about it. That's nice. In the lunisolar Hebrew calendar, Adar Aleph, a 13th lunar month is added seven times every 19 years to the 12th lunar months in its common years to keep its calendar year from drifting through the seasons. In the solar Hedri and Baha'i calendars, a leap day is added when needed to ensure that the following year begins on the March equinox. That's interesting that it seems so human civilization universal that like every civilization that has a calendar has some sort of leap day or leap month. Well, yeah, because everybody counts time by days, so they're kind of stuck. It's still interesting that um, so many different societies came to the same conclusions. Yeah, but presented with the same resources and facts, like-minded people would come up with a similar solution. Maybe. The term leap year probably comes from the fact that a fixed date in the Gregorian calendar normally advances one day of the week from one year to the next. But the day of the week in the 12 months following the leap day from March 1st through 28th of February of the following year will advance two days due to the extra day, thus leaping over one day in the week. For example, Christmas Day, the 25th of December, fell on a Friday in 2020, Saturday in 2021, Sunday in 2022, and Monday in 2023, but then will leap over Tuesday to fall on a Wednesday in 2024. Okay, so some quick math. That would mean that Christmas Day is on Wednesday this year, which means Christmas Eve is on Tuesday. Gonna have to look again at that work calendar. Okay. The length of a day is also occasionally corrected by inserting a leap second into Coordinated Universal Time, UTC, because of variations in Earth's rotation period. Unlike leap days, leap seconds are not introduced on a regular schedule because variations in the length of the day are not entirely predictable. Leap years can present a problem in computing known as the leap year bug. When a year is not correctly identified as a leap year, or when the 29th of February is not handled correctly in logic that accepts or manipulates dates. Originally, we were going to read that page instead, but it was too mathy and boring. Julian Calendar 
On the 1st of January, 45 BC, by edict, Julius Caesar reformed the historic Roman calendar to make it a consistent solar calendar, rather than one which was neither strictly lunar nor strictly solar, thus removing the need for frequent intercalary months. His rule for leap years was a simple one, add a leap day every four years. This algorithm is close to reality. A Julian year lasts 365.25 days, a mean tropical year about 365.2422 days. Consequently, even this Julian calendar drifts out of true by about three days every 400 years. The Julian calendar continued in use unaltered for about 1600 years until the Catholic Church became concerned about the widening divergence between the March equinox and the 21st of March, as explained at Gregorian calendar below. Prior to Caesar's creation of what would be the Julian calendar, February was already the shortest month of the year for Romans. In the Roman calendar, after the reform of Numa Pompilius, that added January and February, all months except February had an odd number of days, 29 or 31. This was because of a Roman superstition that even numbers were unlucky. When Caesar changed the calendar to follow the solar year closely, he made all months have 30 or 31 days, leaving February unchanged, except in leap years. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you think about how you're going to celebrate Leap Day. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. Now let's get into some Gregorian love. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Gregorian calendar. In the Gregorian calendar, the standard calendar in most of the world, almost every fourth year is a leap year. Each leap year, the month of February, has 29 days instead of 28. Adding one extra day in the calendar every four years compensates for the fact that a period of 365 days is shorter than a tropical year by almost six hours. However, this correlation is excessive, and the Gregorian reform modified the Julian calendar's scheme of leap years as follows. Every year that is exactly divisible by four is a leap year, except for years that are exactly divisible by 100. But these centurial years are leap years if they are exactly divisible by 400. For example, the years 1700, 1800, and 1900 are not leap years, but the years 1600 and 2000 are. Whereas the Julian calendar year incorrectly summarized Earth's tropical year as 365.25 days, 
the Gregorian calendar makes these exceptions to follow a calendar year of 365.2425 days. This more closely resembles a mean tropical year of 365.2422 days. Over a period of four centuries, the accumulated era of adding a leap day every four years amounts to about three extra days. The Gregorian calendar therefore omits three leap days every 400 years, which is a length of its leap cycle. This is done by omitting 29th of February in the three century years, multiples of 100 that are not multiples of 400. The years 2000 and 2400 are leap years, but not 1700, 1800, 1900, 2100, 2200, and 2300. By this rule, an entire leap cycle is 400 years, which total 146,097 days. And the average number of days per year is 365 plus one quarter minus one over 100 plus one over 400 which equals 365 plus 97 over 400, which equals 365.2425. This rule could be applied to years before the Gregorian reform to create a proplectic Gregorian calendar, though the result would not match any historical records. The funnier your voice, the more bored you are. <laughs> not true. That's pretty cool that I was alive for one of these multiples of 400s. Yeah, that's so cool. I think it's cool. I know, it is. It's so cool. Why are you being so sarcastic about this? What do you mean? I mean, it's really, 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 really cool. Why are you being like this? You're the coolest. Thank you. The Gregorian calendar was designed to keep the vernal equinox on or close to the 21st of March so that the date of Easter, celebrated on the Sunday after the ecclesiastical full moon that falls on or after the 21st of March, remains close to the vernal equinox. The accuracy section of the Gregorian calendar article discusses how well the Gregorian calendar achieves this design goal and how well it approximates the tropical year. What is the tropical year that keeps coming up? A tropical year or solar year is the time that the sun takes to return to the same position in the sky of a celestial body of the solar system such as Earth. Oh, so it's just what we know of as a year. Okay. Now we're going down to the 29th of February. The 29th of February. Replacement by the 29th of February of the awkward practice of having two days with the same date appears to have evolved by custom and practice the etymological origin of the term bisextile seeming to have been lost. In England, in the course of the 15th century, 29th of February appears increasingly often in legal documents. Although the records of the proceedings of the House of Commons of England continue to use the old system until the middle of the 16th century. It was not until passage of the calendar New Style Act 1750 that the 29th of February was formally recognized in a British law. Why did you just talk like a cool, smooth cartoon character? That's my natural voice. This is my fake voice. My real voice is like this. Hey, everybody. Who wants some extra honey? Gross. Folk traditions. 
In Ireland and Britain, it is a tradition that women may propose marriage only in leap years. While it has been claimed that the tradition was initiated by St. Patrick of Brigid of Kildare in 5th century Ireland, this is dubious, as the tradition has not been attested before the 19th century. Supposedly, a 1288 law by Queen Margaret of Scotland, then age 5 and living in Norway, required that fines be levied if a marriage proposal was refused by the man. Compensation was deemed to be a pair of leather gloves, a single rose, one pound, and a kiss. Citation needed. In some places, the tradition was tightened to restricting female proposals to the modern Leap Day, 29th of February, or to the medieval bisextile Leap Day, 24th of February. Citation needed. Bisextile. Bisextile. But can we go back to this for a second that a five-year-old came up with this? Required that fines be levied if a marriage proposal was refused by the man. And then she decided on the compensation. She was five when she came up with all of this. Who was feeding her words to say? Yeah, I'm sure that her cabinet <laughs> may have helped. I mean, she could have just been a five-year-old who's just like making crazy rules. But I don't know much about royalty, but how does somebody who was a child living in Norway is the queen of Scotland? How does that make sense? Very simply... When kings and queens are too young to rule, but no one is above them, they often will have a regent, someone who will rule in their stead until they are of age. Sometimes, kings and queens who are young are also targets, so it might be advisable to put them in different places so that they can't be assassinated. That makes sense. I don't know if that's the answer, but... If she's five, then she probably has a regent. And then probably, you know, if she's in Norway, it was probably because they were an ally and they were like, hey, make sure she's safe. Yeah, I mean, having a regent, that, that much I knew. But like living somewhere else because of assassination, that makes sense. But I'm going to look further into it because now I'm curious. Turns out she was never inaugurated and her status as monarch is uncertain and has been debated by historians. Interesting. But she was the queen designate. See? The queen designate. The plot thicken. There you go. With two C's. According to Felton, a play from the turn of the 17th century, The Maid's Metamorphosis, has it that this is leap year. Women wear breeches. A few hundred years later, breeches wouldn't do at all. Women looking to take advantage of their opportunity to pitch woo were expected to wear a scarlet petticoat. Fair warning, if you will. In Finland, the tradition is that if a man refuses a woman's proposal on leap day, he should buy her the fabrics for a skirt. Nah, I don't want to marry you, but here's some cotton. In France, since 1980, a satirical newspaper titled La Bouge du Sepire is published only on leap year. On the 29th of February. That's cool. Yeah. In Greece, marriage in a leap year is considered unlucky. One in five engaged couples in Greece will plan to avoid getting married in a leap year. In February 1988, the town of Anthony in Texas declared itself, quote, Leap Capitan of the World. And an international leapling birthday club was started. I guess I can gather from the context that maybe a lot of people were born on Leap Day in Anthony, Texas. But like just by that one sentence, they don't provide a lot of context. Yeah, that is true. How deep do you want them to go? I want a whole page about this. Well, we could read the page of Anthony, Texas someday. I think we will. Who knows? And this is where we're going to end it. But there's a lot more interesting information on this page that you should check out.
Yes, it goes into the Baha'i calendar, the Bengali, Indian, and Thai calendars, the Chinese calendar, the Hebrew calendar, Islamic calendars, Coptic, and Ethiopian calendars. Man, there's so many calendars referenced with this leap year jazz. You could just go on. And also some other sections that we skipped. Yes. This has been the Wikipedia page for leap year. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten up for x which is at wiki underscore listen please rate and review us on apple Podcasts because it really helps us out check us out on youtube for more content and don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your bisextile urges if there's a particular page you'd like us to read let us know we will read it hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.